This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss. Welcome to episode 25, which is all about empowerment. We left off our last episode um, talking about surrounding ourselves with amazing people because through amazing people, we get inspiration. When we're inspired, we're going to feel inadequate. When we feel inadequate, that's where our hunger comes from. That's what drives us to become greater and better. We want to keep up with that group. We want to grow with that group of amazing people. And to do that, too, as a leader, as a manager, as the head of a team, we need to talk about empowerment. We need to talk about how we empower those around us. We need to make sure that we're getting empowerment right. Because a lot of times we talk about empowerment, but it kind of becomes a buzzword. We don't really know what that means. Teams of Teams is all about fostering trust and in doing so, empowering other people to do what they do best, to let them be the experts in their areas, to let them be unhindered by bureaucracy. I mean, one of the big messages in Teams of Teams is how bureaucracy just slows everything down. And there's bureaucracy in business everywhere, right? Like there's people in charge of things. You don't even know why they're in charge of things. But they're in charge of things. There's people that slow stuff down because they want to put their name on stuff. People who say no just because they're uncomfortable, but for no other good reason. Um, Tons of bureaucracy out there. You can't really be empowering people if there's bureaucracy involved or too much bureaucracy. There's, there's, Sorry, hard word. There's always going to be a little bit of it, but we got to control it. You know, we empower people by making sure that they have a clear understanding of the relationship between contextual awareness and authority. So yes, I'm going to put you in charge of something and give you authority, but you still got to understand the situation. You got to still understand the business, what's going on around you. It's not just, hey, you get to make decisions today, right? Somebody with that, that's kind of like a supervisor. I give you that, but I don't teach you how to control it. You can cause a lot of damage. Um, people who are empowered need to be plugged into the shared consciousness of their organization. So I mentioned a little bit about the word empowerment being thrown around. And unfortunately, it's kind of like a buzzword to most people. We're going to empower you to do exactly as we tell you to, basically, is what a lot of a lot of people hear. They, they go to a business and they, they, their manager, the owner, or the boss, or whoever's in charge says, hey, we empower our people. And, and then they micromanage the life out of you. That's not empowerment. It can go the other way too, though. We're going to empower you to make decisions. And that's it. That's kind of vague, don't you think? That's not really empowerment either. Just empowering someone sounds good. Sounds great. Because it's like, we empower people. But it's like a trap. If we don't do a good job defining the parameters of the empowerment, and or what is considered good judgment, then it's setting a person up for failure. Because when things go wrong, and they will, there's too much vagueness or open space to assign blame. If I don't help somebody understand what I mean by empowerment, the actual parameters of that to them and their situation, what is considered good judgment? Hey, if you make this decision, not going to be happy with that. If you make this type of decision, I'll be okay with that. If you make a decision with this framework in mind, and it's the wrong decision, we'll learn from it. That's a better way to do that. I mentioned things are going to go wrong. Things always go wrong. Right? You could be an optimist here and be like, oh, no, you know, we always benefit from whatever happens. No, you don't. Things go wrong. They don't go as according to plan. You have to adjust. Then you benefit from your ability to adapt. 
But what you really want and what your people want is when you empower them for there to be an actual scope to that empowerment. So when something goes wrong, they know if it's their fault and they know what the ramifications will be. Otherwise, they're going to be too terrified. They're going to, they're going to be stuck in fear. If I empower somebody and then give them, we talked about incentives. I give them a negative incentive. So I give them an incentive that uh, entices them to act a certain way and it's contrary to what I need them to be doing as a decision maker. What kind of empowerment is that? We've talked about adaptability and how it's a requirement for, let's say, your organization to be able to deal with a complex world. Adaptability thrives on speed. To be really adaptable, you got to be fast, right? Because like, if it just blows by you, and by the time you get moving, it's already gone, that's not going to help you much. So you got to be able to keep up. Adaptability is about keeping up. Um, there's tons and tons of horror stories about, well, we changed, but we changed too late. It took us too long to come around. That's speed, right? That's what we're talking about. This is actually the advantage that most small companies have over large companies. Small companies normally have less bureaucracy. You can get the decision makers faster and decision makers can parse the information quicker and they can own the decision better and they can make a, a faster decision normally. Large companies, you got gateways and doorways you got to go through, information keepers, decision makers that you don't even know, right? It takes large companies an enormous amount of time normally to, to change direction versus a small company. You know, it's kind of like a, a having an agility drill between a, a cruise ship and a kayak. That's a, maybe a better analogy there. Change happens so darn fast in a complex world. Our leaders, our people in charge, they need to be empowered to make decisions fast, to keep up with the change. And I think that that means that we need to make sure that when we're surrounding ourselves with these amazing people and we're doing what we call empowerment, that we make sure that they clearly understand expectations and the boundaries of their authorities. And that they have access to whatever information they need. No gateway, no information gateway keepers or no, no information hoarders. And some people don't realize how these little things add up, you know, and, and this is, the, this is, this is an example of how empowerment can make a huge difference to your business or maybe even your life. Maybe you're in a situation where you don't feel empowered or you don't know that you've been empowered. Let's say that you touch a hundred things a day. That's, that's your job. You go and you move things around and you're moving a hundred things around a day. And I've had this talk with our, our team members before. Let's say that you it costs you an extra two minutes per thing. So you're doing a hundred things and it costs you an extra two minutes per thing to do it because you're not 100% confident in what you're actually supposed to be doing and what's actually your responsibility. Well, 100 things a day times two minutes, that's, that's 200 minutes of waste. And we've talked about how waste isn't always a bad thing. Waste isn't a bad thing when you're talking about creativity, when you're talking about innovation. Waste is a bad thing when you're talking about this horrible lack of efficiency, basically, or horrible lack of effectiveness. This is when waste is a bad thing. It's a sad thing. And be, and, it, and it is so because you've got somebody who's very capable of doing their job. You, you brought in somebody who you think is amazing. 
every day when you go to work and you and you and you see them and talk to them, you're like, wow, this person's really capable. This is this is a pretty awesome person to work with. And that should be everybody around you. And if it's not, you gotta fix that. But you've got this person around you who you're like, you know, I can't wait to see where this person goes. Yeah, you haven't put them in a situation yet where they can do their job without an enormous amount of spinning their tires, let's say. There's unnecessary roadblocks there. This is a cost us three hours a day of lost time. That's why it's a waste. Because there's no productivity that comes out of spending an extra two minutes on things because you're not sure what you're doing or why you're doing it. So that's like the opposite of empowerment. We want to get to, you know, how to act. You know when to act. You understand your authorities. What are you actually allowed to do? What are you going to be held accountable for? That's where we need to get our people that are around us. Then that's what empowerment is. They go out and they just do stuff. It's amazing. And then we go, wow, I'm even more amazed by you. Look at what you're capable of doing now. You'll notice the more you empower somebody, if you do it right, the more almost limitless they seem to be. They just, it's, it's, it's back to hunger, right? It's, wow, I learned that I can eat. Now I'm going to eat more, right? And we talked about in the quote, you know, don't nibble. If you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. I mean, like you start empowering people and you think you got problems around you and stuff like that. They'll start to devour those problems for you. So if you take amazing people and, and you correctly empower them, well, that's known as being effective.